Turn up. Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by... They. You ever heard of them? They. Yeah, you know who they is? Uh, are they subscribers to our YouTube channel? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Have you ever heard of they? Uh, I have. Maybe. In certain contexts. You ever heard of them? Uh-huh. What about he or she? Sometimes. And where do they come from? There. Over there? Hey, what, you over there? And what do they do? They subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> I was going to say they live, but you brought it back. You brought it back to the YouTube channel. <laughs> nice. So, so do Natural Habitat Podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe. We're getting live. That's it. That's it. You only need to rhyme two things, right? Boom and boom. Boom and boom. That's the truth. And that's the truth. <laughs> uh, so go there, subscribe, help us out, tell your friends. It's tell, a party. Yeah. It's a party over at our YouTube every day. We go like this. Post. Hip. A hop. A hip hop anonymous. A hip hop apotamus. Uh. Octopus. A hip-hop octopus. That's right. So, go. Subscribe, ho. What do you call a lesbian dinosaur? What? A lick a lot of puss. <laughs> That's old. That's an old school joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all for our ads. We got the YouTube. We got that dinosaur joke. Lesbian dinosaur. <laughs> And then we got the theme song. That's how it goes. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Rowdy Roddy Toddy. And we are here to bring a message to everyone in the world. And that is that nothing is what it seems. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. You got your world world glasses? Yeah, we needed the X... Files music right there. Uh huh. You know what? I'm gonna put that <laughs> in, Miss, in post. Missed opportunities. I could put that in, in post. So I don't even talk about it. It already happened. You didn't hear it. It was pretty I don't sweet. Know. It was pretty sweet sounding. It went. <laughs> I don't know how's it go. <laughs> no, it goes. <laughs> Something like that. I think. Oh. Oh, you know what that means. Cracking open a cold one. That's what we do every day here. We crack open cold ones with our boys. Boys, boys, blah blah, 
And today is a special day because today is National Be a Kid Again Day. What? Now, this isn't going to be very much different than a regular day for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure we're still trapped in a trapped in childhood lifestyle. Shit, be a kid day. So what what does that mean exactly? That that means uh, you should look at the world through a child's eyes today. Like logically? Yeah, like you should be like, why does that happen? And just like ask a bunch of dumbass questions. And uh, and then uh, maybe just say why a lot. No matter what anybody says, just say why. Why? That's annoying. Here's ways to celebrate. Uh, you could eat ice cream as a, as a meal in your day. Right? Ma- I don't know major, what kids are allowed to do that. Uh, you could take yourself to a kid's themed restaurant. Like Chuck E. Cheese's and fucking eat alone like a weirdo at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that is creepy. That's two for two. You're not doing too good here. Uh-huh. Uh, how about this? Um, you could go, uh, you could go run through the sprinklers in your yard. Oh, that's alright, I guess. Go do a cannonball in your, uh, in your no. local pool. In the pool. In the what? In the pool. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying in the front yard. I was like, no. No, don't cannonball into the yard. Into the sprinklers. <laughs> sprinklers. Okay, now do, no. a, do a slip and slide, maybe. Bust that out. Uh, right. how about, uh, how about you inhale some helium and talk in a weird voice? No, that leads to whippets. <laughs> uh, you could stay at home alone and watch Home Alone. Dang. Maybe, uh, maybe color something. A Home Alone coloring book. <gasps> yeah, that could double up. Triple. Uh, let's see. Sing and dance for no reason. You could blow bubbles. You could wear what? weird. You like clowns? Wear weird clothes. Yeah, sing and dance, blow bubbles. Whoa, that guy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I had to go back to it. Hey, depending, you know, whatever. Everybody's got their own life to live. It's fine. But these are just some examples of things that you can do to just live like a live like a kid for a day. You can tell dinosaur jokes and clown jokes. Yeah, that's right. Some kid stuff. <laughs> Two gay jokes from you already out the gate. Sweet. Six minutes in. <laughs> I'm I'm usually the one that has to worry about shit like this. <laughs> oh, it's man. also National Video Game Day. What? So that is a great way to act like a kid. What games are you playing? Uh, who me right now? Yep. I just bought the bundle of uh, Limbo and Inside, which are some creepy ass side scroller like purgatory type games. Dark, all dark, huh? Yeah, real dark. It's all like black and white and crazy. That is cool. And the second one, the new one, is 2.5D instead of 3D or 2D. And it's like, it's really weird. You definitely have to play it to experience it. But it is two and a half dimensions. Let me borrow it. All right, I got you. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. What are you playing right now? I ain't playing shit. No? Nothing see, you, can, nothing you well, can talk about? <laughs> see of Thieves, but... You can't I talk can't, about it. I can't, I can't explain it. But um, you can watch stuff already on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's like, you know, um, all my friends are playing Friday the 13th and um, other games that I don't like. Yeah. Friday the 13th does sound fun, though. It does. I almost got it. Um, so might, might, might get it, like you said, when the, when the uh, campaign comes out. Yep. Supposed to be dropping this summer. 
campaign, and it's going to be a free DLC. So if you have the game already, and you buy it, and you can play multiplayer, but uh, you'll get it when it comes out. It'll be a nice, friendly surprise, summer surprise. Yeah, I think I'm just going to wait for World War Two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to make purchases when games come out because I like to, like, see, you know, what the, what the reaction is, if they're really good or not, before I spend that much money on a game. Yeah, because it could just be hella fun for, like, a month, and then you never want to play it again. Yeah, and that then... That happens a lot. If, you, if I buy it and there's nobody to play with, I'm definitely going to regret it, you know? And, uh, I, I don't know. Definitely, uh frugal when it comes to my game buying yeah well when we end up biting the bullet blowing bubbles then we'll we'll buy it together so that way at least we'll both be playing it for the first at the same time sweet so switch between that and stars we could fox with each other what the fox say (laughs) i don't remember that song was only around for like six months not even I wanted to say that the fox said something like, ring, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. We knew what it was. Oh, that's gay. So, uh, so today, <coughs> sorry, I was sneaking a hit from my hash pen. I thought that I could do it without coughing. <coughs> today, uh, we are going to be talking about this film that came out in the 80s sometime. What year did this come out? I don't know. Uh, this film, They Live. I didn't do any research for this. Neither did I. <laughs> but I do know that Rowdy Roddy Piper is in it. And it is a John Carpenter movie. And we have a, uh, we have a short breakdown of this movie and the hidden meanings. Not so hidden Nin- meanings. 1988. 88. Nice. Science fiction horror film. Mm-hmm. I was two years old. Two? Dos is what it was called was, in my house. I was quattro. Uh-huh. So we might have been too young when this movie came out. Maybe it got us subliminally, and that's the way that we are. That's why we are the way we are today. How we always question everything. And we're like, I don't know about this surface value bullshit. It's because our parents watched They Live when we were two and four, and we got all of the positive messages subliminally. It's like a reverse subliminal marketing. You know what I mean? Sure. Could happen. Could happen. Could happen. As le- hey, at least it's it didn't say... It's all programming. All I'm saying is... At least you didn't say it couldn't happen. You know? It, it couldn't happen. Don't say that, please. <laughs> uh, so uh, so this, this movie, like, we've been looking at it and thinking about it for a while. This has been something that's been on the back burner. That we've been like, we got to do this movie. This movie looks crazy. Ever since we started wrestling shit. And a bunch of other things kind of tied in with it. And today seemed like the perfect day to talk about all these things. So I say, uh, you want to start with this RT video? So talk about it. No. 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 Uh, You want to start with this patent? No. You want to start with uh, Johnny Carps? No. You want to start with, uh, you want to start, uh, you want to start with, uh, you want to start with the, the song we're going to play at the end? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. 
Whatever you say, let's do it. No, let's just do the, <laughs> let's do the breakdown first. You want to do the movie breakdown first? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. That, that way we could back that up afterwards with real facts. All right, good idea. So here it is. This is uh. Nobody. It's just a breakdown. Yeah, this is just a breakdown. We're gonna kind of go stop and go. We're gonna we're gonna break down somebody's breakdown. That is exactly what we're gonna do, and it's gonna we're start we're, right now. We're mechanics. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we got jobs. Right from the beginning, as we see Nato walking around Los Angeles with his backpack, the movie sets a particular mood. Something is not quite right. There is a sense of impending doom in the air. Poverty is rampant, helicopters fly all around the city, and street preachers speak of soulless beings that rule the world. They have taken the hearts and minds of our leaders. They have recruited the rich and the powerful, and they have blinded us to the truth. Our human spirit is corrupted. Why do we worship greed? Because outside the limit of our sight, feeding off us, perched on top of us from birth to death, are our owners. Our owners. They have us. They control us. They are our masters. Wake up. They're all about you. All around you. Is All right. So already, this is a pretty... Should I say woke film? It's a pretty woke film. Yes. It's uh it was in eighty yes. eight and they were fucking they were preaching some crazy shit. Well that, that preacher was preaching some crazy shit about yeah. how we're being controlled. Manipulated. Let me preach at you. Vagina? I mean let me preach at you. Preach at me. If Y E S spells yes. <laughs> 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 okay. Damn, you just brought it back like a hundred episodes. <laughs> oh man. Uh very true. Very true. It's been foretold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Preacher's description of the masters applicable to the Illuminati. As we follow Nada's aimless drifting across the city, the camera often focuses on people gazing blankly at television screens, mindlessly absorbing the feeble messages it communicates. Regular Joes appear to truly enjoy their television shows. Until and cell phones. organization hacks the airwaves to broadcast subversive messages about the hidden rulers of the world. Natural looking, easy to apply nails, recolored in seven luscious hues. All right, pause Just- it. This is something that is really familiar because in uh, how how many movies have you seen people walking by a window and TVs in the window and people just stop, yeah, and stare and stare into the window like that, right? And there's always you know? like whenever something's happening, there's always a big crowd all around stores and shit and TVs. Reoccurring reoccurring themes are part of programming. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's something about like getting you ready for something to come. It's like it's basically, you know, a long term plan to like, you know, get people acclimated to whatever they want. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, it's a trip. Anyways. 
Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. Oh, goddamn hacker, that second damn night that asshole's cut in. <laughs> the movement was begun eight months ago by a small group of scientists who discovered, quite by accident, the signals being sent through giving me a headache. Yeah, tell me about it. Must took the hackers months to figure out how to do this. <laughs> the poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. They have created a repressive society and we are their unwitting accomplices. Their intention to rule rests with the annihilation of consciousness. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. We Please understand, they are safe as long as they are not discovered. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated. <laughs> Crazy. So, that's a deep message in there. That's some real shit about consumerism, about everybody just looking out for themselves. Nobody worries about the human race or the planet as a whole. Everyone's worried about themselves and their little bubble and their world. Everyone is the center of the universe. And it's really easy to market and manipulate that. But I don't think that is, like, the scary part. I think that's the byproduct. Yeah. You know? Like, really, the scary part is the, the manipulation. And the this it, it's all by design, is what they're saying. Yeah. You know? It's the... It's the... Like, they want us to be dumb... They want us to be like, have our attention in to one place, like a TV or a phone or whatever. Want us to like work to get money to buy meaningless things. Yep. You know, that ultimately all go to the same place, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just a little rat race, just keeps you running in a little hamster wheel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like you spend, uh. But why? Yeah, the manipulation's crazy. I just, for the first time, watched that documentary, Fed Up, that came out like a year ago now, or a while, maybe longer. And it was all about, uh, it was all about, like, the manipulation that they do in marketing and how they market to kids, how they feed kids, like, sugar, and how. Not just kids, everybody. Yeah, everybody, but it starts like when you're really young so that you're used to it. So it's just the way of life. And when they started taking like fat and calories and like low cholesterol and all these different options of food, then they just doubled the sugar because they knew that people wouldn't eat it because fat makes shit taste good. So if you take the fat out, you got to put something in that'll make people eat it. So they just double the sugar. And there's still no daily requirement for sugar printed on any products. It won't say, you know, 21 grams of sugar is 115% of your daily sugar intake. Because that's what it would be. Like, 
when I started counting, I had like stomach problems and I started like keeping track of what I ate, keeping like a food diary and counting all my calories and shit on like this app on my phone. My sugar was crazy. And when I was drinking just Sprite all day instead of water, I was at like 900% of my daily sugar intake. Just every day, constantly, boom, keep it going. <laughs> but that's assuming that everybody's the same. Yeah. Which is not true. <laughs> no. Because everybody's uh, bodies are different, you know, like every single body is different. So it's it's like there's an average for stuff. Yeah, but not everybody's body runs the same too, so. Yeah. But, but. Yeah, it's it's got to be like. But still, uh, it's like it it's, it can't be a hundred percent for one guy and eight hundred percent for another guy is regular. Like I'd see yeah. like like two or three hundred percent, two or three you never times know, the amount. Shit, what if somebody has like a crazy fucking? Sh- I don't know sugar tolerance or like. <laughs> That's crazy, know, like but a, like but the craziest yeah, you know, like, the the craziest thing wasn't the amount of sugar. It was like the sneakiness, how they were sneaking the oh, sugar yeah, into no. everything. Yeah, definitely. But it is crazy, though, because, like, so many things – we're way off topic, but yeah, so many are. things yeah. <laughs> so many things have sugar that you wouldn't suspect yeah. have sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, like fucking things that are, like, salty. That fucking you would never think, oh, this is loaded full of sugar, but it is. And it's like, you know, it's very sneaky. Yeah, it is. So, uh so yeah, that sneakiness, that manipulation, it definitely shows in this film and in the world today, more and more. For for something that was made in '88 to to be more true now than it ever was is ridiculous. You right? know, like that is insane. the The craziest thing to me lately is that we've had all these things for so long. We've had people telling us shit for so long telling us real shit and we've just never applied it to anything because we've just only accepted it as like entertainment instead of like, you know, a fucking heads up. Yeah. Sad. Right? Yeah. And that's what, just to get off topic again real quick, in that fucking documentary, it was like all these parents that were trying to help their fat kids and they were like, I got them this and I got them this and it was all the worst things. Just because it said on the package, like, lower calories. Diet. It's like, that is still the worst. Yeah, I'm going to give you Diet Coke. Drink a fucking two liter of Diet Coke. Go have a diet avocado, <laughs> motherfucker. Go, go have a diet fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> carrot. Yeah. And that's another thing. There's no, uh, there's no ads for those. You'll never see an ad for a carrot. No, but you'll see ads for a hell of pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. All day. But that's illegal everywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. All right, bring us back, John Carpenter. <laughs> the average Joes who watch this pirated TV broadcast all get a massive headache. The raw truth is indeed too much for most people to bear. One such viewer switches the channel after telling the guy on TV, Blow it out your ass. Just like today, most people <laughs> do not want to hear about this kind of stuff. They just want to go back to playing on their phone or mindlessly viewing television. Ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Nada realizes that the street preacher and the man on television are connected through a local church. When he sneaks into the church, he discovers that it's actually the headquarters of an underground organization. On a wall inside the church is written, They live, we sleep. 
a phrase that describes the fundamental difference between the elite and the masses. Those in power know the truth about the world and possess the means and power to truly live. The rest of the population is sedated, dumbed down, and manipulated into a zombie-like state in order for it to be easily manageable. Sugar, bro. Nada learns that the rebellious organization is attempting to recruit people to take down the rulers. However, a few days later, Nada sees just what happens to those who plot against those in power. Helicopters, bulldozers, and police in full riot gear raid the place, destroy everything, and arrest the members of the underground organization. That is how the elite responds to contrary views. After witnessing the violent police shakedown, Nada begins to realize that something is wrong in America. The guy who believed in working hard and following the rules is starting to believe that something is completely out of place here. Okay, now this is exactly what's going on today. People are starting to wake up and question shit, and they're feeling like outsiders. Yeah. They're, they're, feeling, like, they're feeling like they've been lied to. They're feeling like, you know, they're feeling like upset, like they don't, they're un, unsure of their fucking future or what's going on you know people are, are like tripping out and and it's crazy that how how real this is still like how like like today this is exactly same shit right here yeah same, same shit going on in this movie and and um when they're talking about how like the guy's hacking in and trying to spread their message or whatever, got raided, all the shit, whoop-de-whoop, you know, trying to, whatever. That's like the the fake news battles that's all going on right now in the media. And, like, and, and like, how people are, people are legit, like, realizing that there is a, a type of fake news out there now, but nobody's, like, deciphering what is fake news or what is it? Yeah. There's no, there's no like, um, set of rules or anything or standards of anything yet. So basically, it's just free reign to, for anybody to call anybody whatever they fucking want. As long as it doesn't f- fit their agenda or narrative or whatever, they could just psh, say you're fake news, right? Well, you know, it's cause it's, uh, entertainment. So there's no real standard. It's just it's just a show like any other show. Yeah, you know it's just for ratings it's and it's just scripted. For money. It's, it's just, just for, like any other show. Which yeah, which a lot of people don't realize. You know, like AP hands down the story to everybody, and everybody just reports whatever they get. Yep. So it's like when you when you start to like question these type of things, like Nada in the movie over here. Uh. You could see why he's like tripping. You could see like you know you can see uh, like the severity of the scenario. Yeah. Determined to learn more, Nada re-enters the church and finds a few interesting things. First, "They live, we sleep" has been painted over. They don't want that message to be known. More importantly, Nada discovers a box full of sunglasses. While the sunglasses appear on the surface to be worthless, they actually provide Nada with the greatest gift of all, the truth. 
When he has the sunglasses on, Nada sees through the smoke and mirrors projected by advertisement and mass media. He only sees the core of their message and the only reason why they exist. No matter which magazine Nada flips open, he sees the same subliminal messages, which tells a lot about the true function of celebrity and fashion magazines. Despite the fact that they are all different, they all ultimately serve the same purpose, to reinforce messages from the elite to the masses. As corny as it is and like how cheesy it is for it it to be so simple as glasses like that, I think that's one of the best metaphors ever. Yeah. You know, like, that is so genius. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's so simple for anybody can comprehend or understand that, you know, to fucking, you, you just have to fucking see past whatever it is or see things for what they really are observe things for a different perspective right it's like look at both sides look at fucking you know it's a trip it's dope man and it's like that's where uh is that is that where the obey thing comes from like you know it was uh like the artist did that uh andre the giant face with the obey thing who was that was that a banksy was that somebody else um, Obey is a brand. It's like a clothing brand. Yeah, but so they just probably mixed some shit together. I know that the uh, the Andre the Giant face and the Obey thing. I saw like a documentary about or some like like Vice piece about the dude who did it, and he was talking about how he does it because of the same reason as they did in this movie, like the Obey, do what you're told, watch TV, have no imagination. Marry and reproduce. You know what's crazy too is like all these things are always right in front of our face. Like, what do you do? What do you tell a kid to do when when he's bugging you and you don't and you want to do your own thing? Go fucking watch TV, kid. Get out of here. Yeah. You're bugging me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like right there. That's right in front of you. It's like here. Go be mindless. Go watch this. And yeah. Let this box take care of you. Here, take this go, tablet. Go. Take my phone. <laughs> Play fucking Angry Birds or whatever. The magic babysitter, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and it like, it's like our security blanket it never leaves us, which is cool to an extent. Yeah. And I mean, us too. We were raised by TV. Yeah. But I think that, that once the neuro lace comes, this shit won't be like that anymore. Right? Like everybody will have everything built in. And, and then there's a question of like, okay, you know, you're going to have to sign a fucking waiver. It's going to be like, here's a release form. Do you want to plug in or do you want to fucking... <laughs> By plugging in, you, you agree that we get to fucking <laughs> take yep. over your shit or whatever, right? Holy fuck. <clears throat> Elon Musk, you better not fuck us over with that. I'm telling you, bro. We don't want no fucking terms of agreement. <laughs> we want a fucking no. We want to we wanna control everything yeah. ourselves. We don't want no fucking hackable shit. We need encryption. We need fucking everything. Yeah, we should you start. Know. We should start petitioning for simple terms of agreement. Yeah, you're not. You're not fucking hacking my brain. I'm looking for 144 characters. I'm gonna the get the bootleg fucking neural lace. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Fuck Musk. I'm gonna get the real shit. Then mm-hmm. it's just gonna be spelled different. That's all. It'll be the same thing. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be Nero lace. It's going to be fucking super protected. 
I'm gonna get the fucking Snowden virgin. <laughs> <laughs> get it all jailbroken and shit. Hell <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Let me get the song concerns the people around him. Some people are not human. They are from another race that has infiltrated society. Nada realizes that they are everywhere and that they hold positions of power, like this politician giving a speech on television. When the aliens realize that Nada can see through their disguise, they immediately alert the authorities, saying, I've got one that can see. Being able to see is obviously frowned upon by the aliens. They do not like to be exposed. Nada quickly becomes a social outcast and aliens start closing in on him. I don't like this one. Nada and everyone in the city are constantly monitored by flying surveillance cameras that are oddly similar to the new unmanned drones that are currently appearing around the world. Flying surveillance cameras were considered science fiction in 1988. They are now a reality. The concept of truth seeing sun... I love that. The fact that that real science fiction is real life now, you know, like that is a great um, point about like, that's one of the few things that we have now that were really like futuristic that we really didn't ever thought was going to happen that are so commonplace now. And they just snuck under the radar. Yeah. Like, these drones that we have, we look at as toys or like, you know, no big deal. Yeah. And all we, of a sudden, we don't, we don't look at it as like a third fucking eye in the sky for a big brother or anything like uh-huh. that. Like what it really is, you know, like, yeah. And it's like all of a sudden they had to be like, wait, hold, hold on a minute. <laughs> like everybody needs to get licenses to fly these things. Like everybody just had them and they started, they started really small as toy helicopters. And then got slowly bigger and bigger and then got more propellers and then turned into a new thing and then got cameras attached to them. Once they got big enough to carry a load, then they were like, hey, let's attach this GoPro on the bottom. And it all like happened in stages to where it wasn't like, here's this new thing I have that's going to fly in the sky and take video of everything. Like it all happened really slow to where you didn't even realize it until it was too late. And that's the design, right? Uh That's what I'm saying. Like They're playing the long game on us because – this technology isn't new technology. No, it's all it's all existing stuff that's all put together. It's all yeah, it's put, all yeah. But I mean, like it's been old. Like that type of propeller system, that type of fucking every single thing about it. Yeah, a camera. No, nothing like is fucking, new. None of that shit is new. It's fucking a century old almost already. You know? Yeah. Like, since we've had remote control cars, like little no, fucking bro, tiny ones. Way <laughs> older than that, even. Like think about since we've had a helicopter. We could have been able to have these type of drones, mm-hmm. right? Since like the fifties or forties or something. Yep, they Six, snuck them 60s. up. Sixties. Shoot. So like, yeah, that's just I don't know. It's always good to like that helps put things into perspective for for people that don't really want to believe shit. You know, sometimes there's little things that that stand out like that drone in this movie or like you know or like whatever because like it's an imaginary narrative whatever you know it's science fiction so it's not real but at the same time it's like when you see bits and pieces then it helps you understand their narrative a little bit more and and then you start to like you know whatever whatever little easter eggs there to help you question you know that's what i like and i think that the them having a drone in this movie like that is really cool it really speaks 
to the connection today, like we were saying. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty awesome. Seeing sunglasses is an interesting way to illustrate the importance of knowledge in one's worldview. Two people can be looking at the exact same thing, yet perceive two very different realities depending on the level of information and awareness possessed by each person. Nada's sunglasses can therefore represent one's knowledge of the truth which allows a clear perception of reality. Upon learning the appalling truth about the world, Nada feels the need to share this vital information with his friend, Frank. Nada, however, quickly realizes that some people do not want to hear about the truth. In fact, many actually get angry and offended at the simple mention of something that alludes to it. When it's Nada identity crisis that we always talk about. On so he can see what he sees, Frank firmly refuses and calls him a crazy mother. Nada replies with another classic Shut your line. mouth. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Followed by one of the longest one-on-one -on -one fight scenes I have ever seen in my life. A scene that is dragged out for so long that it becomes utterly absurd and even comical. While the scene maybe appears ridiculous, it says something about the difficulty of making regular average people wake up from their blissful ignorance. Frank finally like sees that. the truth. Yeah, that's All a great take on that. Nada He's to absolutely beat the right. crap out of him, yep. sticking the sunglasses on his face against his will and forcing him to look around. He so they had to fucking, he had to fight him forever, which is real life. You know what I mean? That is a great metaphor. And yeah. he had to literally put the glasses onto his face and then hold him out and point him some, at something. Some could even look at that as like a metaphor for like even an internal battle within yourself trying to break free from whatever belief system and try to see things from a different perspective as well because you know what if uh what if one of these things hits you and then makes you question your existence and then you know you've never like came across these things before too so like trying to make yourself or trying trying to make yourself aware of yourself is like a very hard thing yeah. you know it's 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 super hard to be self-aware in the moment especially and um when uh, when you're questioning your own beliefs, it's kind of a sensitive thing, too. You know, it's like, oh, well, what the fuck? I've been taught this through my whole life. What do you mean this isn't real? Yeah. You know, and that's to some people, it's a shocking thing, depending on whatever the scenario is. And it takes a long time. You have this internal battle for years sometimes. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not easy for everybody to, you know, know something as a truth. And then find out it's an alternative fact. <laughs> yeah. Turns out all this time it's been a fucking zoot suit riot. You never knew it. Shoot. Convincing other people of the truth can be a hard task. The two bros are then invited to a secret meeting of the underground organization that is attempting to rid the earth of aliens. During the meeting, Nada and Frank are given truth-seeing contact lenses. The sunglasses gave truth seers a nasty head. Watch him put him in. Especially when they are this is my favorite off. part. When first exposed to the truth, adapting to the new reality can indeed be difficult. And <laughs> However, neither of them knew while, what they were doing. It becomes a seamless part of a person, a little like wearing contact lenses. Frank also learned that humans that are being day acting, by bro, aliens in exchange for wealth and power. As the leader of the underground organization says, most of us just sell out right away. It is rather easy to make a correlation between the movie and the actual politicians and celebrities we've seen in the past who readily sell their soul to the Illuminati in exchange for wealth, power, and celebrity status. However, the meeting doesn't last long as the police barge in and start shooting everyone in there. 
They are designated as a terrorist organization by the elite. Nada and Frank manage to escape and accidentally find themselves behind enemy lines in the alien's underground base. While exploring the alien base, Nada and Frank stumble upon a party thrown by the aliens for human collaborators to thank them for their partnership. Although humans will never be considered equals to the aliens, those who sell out to them get monetary benefits. Much like those who are not part of today's elite who nevertheless sell out to push the elite's new world order agenda. Our projections show that by the year 2025, Lobbyists not only America, and but the entire planet like that. will be under the protection and the dominion of this power alliance. The gains have been substantial. They had huge guns, both for ourselves and then they just put them into the you, front of their pants. The human power and they cross their arms. Frank and Nada then discovered... And everything's fine. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and tuck this right in here, cross my arms. Everything's cool. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's a thing too. So many, so many people just sell out and take. Yeah, it. and label it other things like a fucking some type of dinner or like whatever. They're all fundraisers, but fundraisers for what? Yeah, or or talks or. But, they don't say what. They don't say that. Oh yeah, we're raising this money to give you money to put you in office so you can pass the laws that we fucking had our lawyers create. And shit that make us more money, yep. and we pay less. You know what fucking corporate welfare is? No, I wish I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Fucking look, look it up, and you'll wish you didn't either. Now I don't want to. <laughs> I'm gonna edit all that out. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep whatever you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for people that think. Uh, you know, regular people on welfare is a bad thing. Go look up corporate welfare and go see what that shit's all about. It's crazy, man. We live in a fucked up world. <laughs> yep, and it's like people, it, even people that want to do something about it. It's it's basically to to not let businesses fail because those businesses employ people, and it makes no fucking sense because those businesses don't employ their shitty fucking jobs anyways. Yeah. So, so stopping them or uh, enabling them to grow while fucking nothing's happening and they just keep going into debt is like ridiculous. And they fucking get to give out bonuses to their CEOs and all these things. They get bailed out all the time and paid for by the fucking taxpayers' money just because they're too big to fail because they employ people. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Those people could go get new jobs. Some new company they could fucking conform that wants to pay people real wages or something and then make some better shit or something. You know? It's like, I I, I don't think that any company should be too big to fail. I think we should let them all fail. If they can't fucking make it, they're dead. Fuck them. You know, like, that's not capitalism. Bailing out shit, that ain't fucking capitalism. That's fucking, that is communism. <laughs> it isn't, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Jesus Christ, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck are we doing? It's crazy, man. And, uh, you know, like, people that want to do something still just end up bending and not doing anything. Like, to go off topic again to the same off topic. Uh, oh, yeah. I was watching that Fed Up documentary, and oh. they showed this thing with Michelle Obama, right? You ever heard of Michelle Obama? Uh, yeah. Michelle Obama, right when she first started her Let's Move campaign, you remember that? Mm-hmm. She fucking comes out, this press conference, and 
she's all like, we need to crack down on the food companies that are marketing poison to our children and adding sugar to everything. These are her words. Like, fucking, they don't need to be feeding our kids sugar. There needs to be healthy choices and exercise and blah, blah, blah. And then she had this, like, behind-closed-doors meeting with, like, 14 owners of major corporations like Kellogg's and Kraft and all that shit. You know what I mean? And then later she comes out and she... Because I saw that and I was like, I didn't know that she did that. That's fucking insane. Like, I totally respect her for that. And then I wait about five minutes and then I find out that she just focused her whole Let's Move campaign on uh, on exercise and going outside and doing things. And then it cuts to her like six months later and she's like, we're not here to demonize any corporations. We're here to tell children that they need to be active and it's up to the parents to decide what they eat and not the government. That's and, the problem. And I was like, holy you know, fucking shit. Like, that, that, that tells you that you were this, in this, the, this is fucking America, the corporation. Yeah, right? she was it's, in the in the position to do something. It's and, like when, when we're afraid that a company is going to just pick up and move their business somewhere else. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. Why should why should we care? Yeah. Let those motherfuckers move and tax the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. Let them go yeah. ahead. Oh, you don't like it here? Check this out. You really ain't gonna like it now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what we need to get back to. That type of shit. We're fucking we're too uh, too dependent on like some of these things for like guaranteed incomes and shit like that. When it's really like. We we have hustlers. We're a country full of hustlers, right? and and I think that when these big dummy corporations that the government's propped up for so long finally fail, real hustlers will come along and make something even greater. You know, it, that's how that's always how it is. Yeah. You know, somebody with the real know-how, somebody who's smart, like fucking Tesla or somebody, you know, like Elon Musk, motherfuckers come along and switch shit up, change up the game. You yeah. Know? And exactly. That, and Nothing ever changes when we keep bailing these assholes out. Yeah, let them crumble, let them move, and make room for the next thing. It's, Innovation. It's just playing it safe, you know. It's like it's it's like okay, we're playing it safe. We'll just keep going for as long as we can go, you know. And it's like okay, all right. Yep, it's crazy stuff, man. And keep watching that channel. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie, this movie definitely fits. But uh. I think that uh, I think that the rest of this is just kind of the end of the movie, and it's a big spoiler. Talk about disinformation agents, and then yeah. uh, I don't know if I want to play the end of it because I still want to save it for people that want to watch this movie. Yeah. All right. So this is all about programming, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about. They want you to fucking watch TV. They want you to be dumbed down. They don't want you to know anything's going on. Don't you worry. You just go to work. You make money. You give us tax money. You buy other stuff and spend the rest of your money. We get that too because, you know, we get that money from corporations and everything else. So Uh it's like we just want everything. You guys just chill. Oh, by the way, we're we're brainwashing you. <laughs> okay, where's that where's that patent at? Uh, this patent is U.S. Patent Number Six Five Zero Six One Four Eight B Two, 
And this is nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. Whoa. Yeah. So I think what that, does that mean? I think that we talked about this before a little bit. But uh this is a patent for uh this is physiological effects have been observed in a human subject in response to stimulation of the skin with weak electromagnetic fields that are pulsed with certain frequencies uh from a monitor. So this is uh the image displayed on a computer monitor may be pulsed effectively by a simple computer program. So, okay, so what you what you're saying right now, all the technical jargon you uh-huh. just said is they are EMPing you from the motherfucking TV. Yeah. You can't see and it. Affecting your nervous system. Yeah, you can't see it visually. Through radio frequencies and electromagnetic fields. Yeah. Holy shit. And this was in two thousand one when this hmm. patent was filed. Hmm. And so you think that like every time it, it goes up like 540 HD, oh, now we got the 720. Hold up. We got the 1080 now, bro. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Check this out. We got a 4K. I just saw a thing for an 8K. Yeah. Coming soon. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, check out my TV, bro. It's like you're right there. Yeah. Everybody's got to get new TVs every year and they're hella cheap. They make them super cheap. On fucking, hey, like, you, on Black Friday and around Christmas and shit. You think every time they get better, the fucking uh, zombie machine gets stronger? Yeah, I think the pulse gets better and it gets more uh Oh, more this effective. new upgrade, check this out. <laughs> yeah, you need the upgrade. Otherwise, you're not going to want to uh, eat this certain stuff. It's not like we're making this shit up. I know it sounds comical. Like, it sounds like we're fucking talking some, like, you know, science fiction over here, but... It, believe what you want. Yeah, that's why I didn't, I didn't make this patent. That's I why I. That's why I, I clearly. We just, we just found it. Yeah, that's why I clearly gave out the patent number, and I'll do it again. US six five zero six one four eight B two. What's the name of it? Uh, the name of uh what? The whole. Oh, uh, nervous sy- nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields for monitors. It doesn't have a name though. No. Just patent number. Well, there you go. Patent type grant. Yeah. And it's also and this is this is in every TV. So who is this? Um, you know what else is crazy? Is uh, that's just one thing in it. That's just one thing in it. They don't tell you everything else nowadays that where they could just hack every TV, how they can record and listen to your conversations through your TV, how they can fucking, you know, do whatever they want. Your TV watches you now. Your TV watches you now and hits you with some EMPs. And that's why you get warnings for like, oh, this could give you seizures from flashes. But they don't tell you it's not just flashes. (laughs) It's fucking microwaves. Yeah. Okay, check this out. So... on the thing, it tells you that his name was uh, Hedricius G. Luce. Was the guy's name who filed the patent? And like like you just said, there are a lot of... It's more than just flashes. It's crazy shit coming out of here because I googled his name and it gave me uh, a whole list of a bunch of his patents. He does... Uh, 
Dispersive instrument for measurement of particle size distributions. Optical instrument for measurement of particle size distributions. Bipolar fog ambient system. Multiple wavelength instrument for measurement of particle size. And then pulsative manipulation of nervous system. Subliminal acoustic manipulation of nervous system. (laughs) Remote magnetic manipulation of nervous system. Method and apparatus for associative memory. Thermal excitation of sensory resonances. Uh, And he has a few more, too, that are fucking manipulation of nervous system by electric fields, by magnetic fields. Are you guys' ears ringing yet? This is crazy. Are you you sitting there making a tinfoil hat? (laughs) I think I am. So this fool made a bunch of crazy shit that manipulated your nervous system. Hey, you know what I was thinking about yesterday, too? What? My ear was ringing. Uh And I was like, hey. Is anybody else's ear ringing? Was it just one ear? Yeah. So and I was like, <laughs> and I was like thinking in my head, I was like, if, if if somebody else was here with me right now, would theirs be too? Because they're like in the same place, in yeah. the same frequency. How does that work? I don't know. Was it the TV manipulating my brain? Possibly. I'm pretty sure there's a scientific reason why your ears ring, and I just I've never looked into it. For some reason. All right, let's play this clip, this news clip. Okay, here it is. Some 4,000 pages reveal the entertainment capital of the U.S. has been working hand-in-hand with the Department of Defense, shaping the message of thousands of movies and shows. This even includes contracts between the producers and the Department of Defense. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Look no further than Madonna saying she wants to blow up the White House or actors like Deborah Messing and George Clooney openly discussing their opposition for President Trump. There's no question the majority of Hollywood is known for their left-leaning political views. But now 4,000 pages of new documents obtained by watchdog group Insurge Intelligence reveals the U.S. government has worked behind more than 800 major movies and 1,000 TV shows. And Insurge Intelligence's new book, National Security Cinema, shares how U.S. government involvement also includes script rewrites and some of the biggest, most popular films, including James Bond and the Transformers franchise. The documents reveal the Pentagon has the power to stop a film from being made by withdrawing support. When a producer approaches the Pentagon for assistance in making their film, they must submit their script to the entertainment liaison offices for approval. Phil Strub, the Department of Defense's chief Hollywood liaison, ultimately has the final say. I am dangerous. Films like Top Gun and Active Valor are heavily dependent on the military and simply couldn't be made without their assistance. As you can imagine, these types of movies needed full cooperation of the military and hence must sign a contract called Production Assistance Agreements, locking them into the military's version of the approved script. For instance, the movie Countermeasures couldn't pass the military's test and was never produced. Strub specifically referenced the movie's mention of the Iran-Contra scandal, saying, quote, Look it There's up. no need for us to remind the public of the Iran-Contra If you don't know what it is, for some reason. Everybody's the got Google. <laughs> to Vietnam was removed from the screenplay for the whole That's what I'm saying. I'm telling people to look it up. According to a U.S. I know. It's ridiculous they don't. Yeah, if you never heard of the Iran-Contra scandal, look it up. 
Marine dossier, radical changes to the script included changing the code name of the military operation to capture the Hulk from Ranch Hand to Angry Man. According to Insurge Intelligence, Ranch Hand is the name of a real military operation that saw the U.S. Air Force dump millions of gallons of pesticides in the Vietnamese countryside. But a movie that you might not think had much military involvement did. He was in the CIA for 34 years. In the romantic comedy Meet the Parents, a change to the scene was requested when Ben Stiller's character discovers Robert De Niro's secret hideaway. The original script shows Stiller discovering CIA torture manuals on a desk. It was later changed to photos of De Niro with several dignitaries. Crazy. So, uh... So, you know, some of it makes sense for information. They're like, hey, here you go. Uh, you can, this is what it would be like. So that way your movie can be realistic. And also, you can't do that because it'll compromise. Uh, That's what they want you to think. It'll compromise our, uh, our intelligence. But a lot of this seems, a lot of this seems a little crazy. So there's definitely manipulation from the government in Hollywood. Well, Over let's take movies. it. Let's take it way further. Okay, way further, and let's just say that Hollywood is a another arm of the government. Yeah, let's say that Hollywood is like a fucking. We got a military. We got a FBI and a CIA. We got a Hollywood. We got a. It's just like that. You know, it's like a fucking. <laughs> this is our propaganda wing of the government. You yeah. know, this is a fucking. If you think about it, it's always been there in front of your face because all the old back in the day war instructional films, everything was all made by Disney. All these places, it's like hello. Yeah, and then look. I mean, think about the movies that are pushed now and your whole life. The movies that were in theaters, that were box office hits, that were number one movies. And there's so many movies that are made that are great, that are informational, that are entertaining, that have all different types of views, and you have to search for that shit. But you always get these ones, these movies that you have to see, that everybody, oh, you, have you seen this? Have you seen it? You gotta watch it. And everybody fucking watches it. And it all makes you, it just, all you have to do is see it. All you have to do is see a certain thing. You don't have to feel a certain way or have it spark something. You just have to see it. So later on in your life, you'll remember seeing it. And you'll go, oh, yeah. Like you were talking about with the parades. Like how many times have I seen a fucking parade in a movie? Like and seen that thing and the slow motion and flags waving and fucking exactly what I was at. You know what I mean? So when I was at it, I was like, I've already been here a hundred times. This is it was like invoking emotion. From yeah. You something that I felt being... a bunch of times watching it, even though I never watched it. It's like you were trained for that moment. Yeah, it's like the TV, when I watched it the first time on the parade, it was manipulating my nervous system somehow. Shoulder shrug. Eh. Yeah, that doesn't really translate. Uh, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, it's like, guys. Uh, here's believe a, what you want, you know, believe what you want, or, or fucking look some shit up. Yep. Here's a clip of, uh, of John Carpenter talking about his movie, They Live. They Live was a movie I made towards the end of the 80s, and I was reflecting on a lot of the values that I saw around me at the time, mainly inspired by Ronald Reagan's conservative revolution. There was a great deal of obsession with greed and making a lot of money, 
and some of the values that I grew up with had been pushed aside. So I decided to scream out in the middle of the night and make a statement about that. And They Live is partially a political statement. It's partially uh, a tract on the world that we live in today. And as a matter of fact, right now, it's even more true than it was then. Uh, we are manipulated by a lot of media around us. We are consumed by consumerism. And uh, as you can see, the recent events in this country, they are still among us. They do live, indeed. They live, motherfuckers. They live. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's crazy. We are. We're just on this consumerism just trying to get more and more money. And no matter how much money you get, you need more money. You get up to the next tier, and then you have to afford different things because you can't get a bunch of money and then just buy Top Ramen still. You're going to buy real food Why? and then you're out of money again. I mean, you can, but you're you not... You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can, but you're not going to if you go along with the consumerism. Why, why do you spend in the higher bracket just because you make a higher bracket? I don't who know. Says, who says that's a thing? I don't... It's, it's what... It's, Whatever you perceive it to be, yeah, right? The and media. It's like it. co common common perception is whatever the one we've been handed down. Yeah. And it's and it's like okay, here we go, fucking. You since you make this much, we need you to spend this much. Yeah. Now, so you can be an active, productive role member in society. Uh huh. Oh, you made a hundred thousand dollars this year. It's time for you yeah. to get an eighty thousand dollar car, my friend. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. Here's, we need you to take on ten more payments, two more credit yeah. cards, yeah, th three more wives. We'll consolidate this. And what was like a hundred years ago? What was the focus of life? The goal of life? Homestead. Yep. Get land. Get a piece of land. Get a work piece that of land. land. Work Make it, you some money. Build a house on that land. Have a gal have you, and have a barn. You a bunch of kids. Yeah, a gal and a barn and the land. That's it. American dream. You know what I mean? And somehow that's all been lost. You can. Skip all of that and just stay in a place that someone else built for you, pay by the month, and as long as you keep going to work and stay in the race, then everything will be fine. You know what else I just now thought of in the moment? What? It's really weird, but it makes total sense. <laughs> uh, they, they get you in a mortgage. Yeah. And make you take a loan for 30 years. Yeah. And at the time when you get the mortgage, everything's great, low financing, good job. 30 years later, market crash, bubble burst, fucking your shit's not worth anything anymore. Great job. Thanks for paying. <laughs> yep. Goddamn. Uh-huh. It's crazy, if, man. If that ain't a fucking long game, right? Yeah. And that's what it used to just be. Get your land. And protect your land, and that's it. You know, if we, I think if everybody just sat around like we do and just like think about stuff like this all day, how about this? Let's create a national holiday that's a week long every year where nobody does anything but just think. Just think. Just think, think about life and the way things are going. And every time that you think of something, I don't see people do this enough because cause I see people ask Facebook questions that they should be asking google so <laughs> and also and also in real life people oh will ask me the dumbest God. shit and i don't see people enough use google i constantly am pulling out my phone and and using it as my second brain my little black mirror and i 
I, I look for answers for things. Whenever I go, I wonder, I wonder what this is. I wonder why, why this is. I look it up. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's your fucking, it's your extended brain. It's your all-knowing fucking genie in the lamp. Yeah, and right now it's still the Wild West, so enjoy it while you can. This is the era of the internet where you can get your homestead and you can just pile up information. Soon if Uncle fucking, what's his name? Uncle Sam Putin. has his way. Uncle Putin is what I was going to say. He's, <laughs> he's going to fucking take away our internet soon too. Yep. They're, they're trying to tax our internet and take it from us. Yeah, they're trying to be like, no, 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 this is too much. Don't let him do it. We should just don't have... Let, don't. Don't let them get you, We brother. should just have our 18 websites, and that's it. We're going to be North Korea soon. Yep. It's crazy. So, uh, so yeah, they definitely out there. They definitely live. And all we're asking is for you guys to just be aware. Ask questions. Look through your sunglasses and see shit for the way it is. You know, make question. Sure, make sure you're not in a in a danger zone that's right song's taking a long time to start all right we're gonna get sued Finish that song later on YouTube. That's right. Top Gun. Highway while, to the Danger Zone. While you're zone. subscribing to our channel. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's a fucking bookend ad. Pow. Natural Habitat Recordings.